Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 1, Chapter 4, On Caution in Our Undertakings. We do wrong to be influenced by every rumor we hear, every suggestion that comes to us. Patient care is needed if we are to weigh up the pros and cons of the business as God sees it. Unfortunately, such is our frailty, people are often ready to believe the worst instead of the best about others and to hand the story on. A fully formed Christian does not believe everything he hears. He realizes how weak human nature is, how bent on mischief, how untrustworthy in its statements. Here is a very wise rule. Never act in a hurry and always be ready to alter your preconceived ideas. And here's another principle that goes with it. Don't be ready to accept the first story that is told you or to hand on to others the rumors you hear and the secrets entrusted to you. Find out some wise counselor to advise you, a man of enlightened conscience, and be prepared to go by his better judgment instead of trusting your own calculations. Believe me, a holy life gives a man the wisdom that reflects God's will and a wide range of experience. The humbler he is, the more submissive in God's service, the more wise and calm will be his judgments on every question. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who is Thomas Akempis describing first and foremost tonight? Well, he's describing our Lord. That is, when he's describing the person who never acts in a hurry, the person who's wise and calm in his judgments on every question, the one who's able to weigh the pros and the cons. Our Lord was not in a hurry. He wasn't in a hurry to become incarnate, waited thousands of years after the fall, at least thousands of years. He wasn't in a hurry once he became incarnate to begin to tell the whole world who he was. It took 30 years. He wasn't in a hurry to go to all the corners of the earth. He stayed in one general area. He knew his disciples would go to the ends of the earth. He wasn't in a hurry to form his apostles as saints in four days. For three years, he put up with their ignorance their coldness, their roughness, their corrections of him. And even at the Last Supper, he wasn't in a hurry to correct them. They were arguing who was the greatest. Peter said he would never deny Jesus. He would die for him. 
and he said some gentle things. And the agony in the garden, he also asked the three of them why they were still sleeping. But our Lord seemed to know better than we do just how weak human nature is. But at the same time, he knew the power of his grace. And he knew that sanctity takes time, learning the truth takes time. And so he was patient, putting up with all kinds of things in humanity, waiting for the right time, allowing experience, allowing mistakes to work in his apostles. And so we cannot forget as we read this book that it's called the imitation of Christ. This is not some kind of self-improvement book in which we are trying to just become the best versions of ourselves. No, this book is about putting on Christ, becoming like him, imitating him. And so we have to continually remind ourselves that he is the model of all holiness. He is the model of every, every excellence, that is every virtue, every stable disposition to do good. In a particular way tonight, let's take to heart this little advice about pros and cons. We can start there for sure. For example, when St. John Henry Newman had to make a big decision, he would write down on a list the pros and the cons. Now, that's Latin for pros, meaning the things, the reasons on behalf of this. And the cons are the, the things contrary, contra, against it. And so he would line up the things that are in favor on behalf of this option A. And he would line up the cons, the things that are against option A, for example. And this is a very good plan to take. We have to weigh these up if we're going to make a decision about certain things. The kind of certainty we need to act, the kind of certainty we have about knowing is not the same in human life as it is in mathematics. There's an almost infinite number of possible ways of doing something. There's so many different factors. And we come to a decision by weighing up the pros and the cons so that we can eventually try to see it as God sees it. Above all, how God the Son sees it. And notice the balance in this little book we're reading tonight. Okay, we need to know human frailty. We have a need to have a deep knowledge of our, our own fallenness. But that cuts two ways. That knowledge of our frailty makes us distrust ourselves. It makes us not rush into a judgment. It makes us want to wait. It makes us not jump to assume the worst. But we need to know that human beings tend to do that. We all tend to assume the worst. Not very truthful. That's what we do. It's not truthful in the sense of not in accord with reality. Okay, we need to know that. We also need to not be surprised when failures happen. If we were more aware of how weak we are and how weak other people are, we wouldn't be so shocked. But on the same token, what's balanced about Thomas Akempis here tonight is that doesn't mean that we should assume the worst. Just because we know people are weak and that we're weak, that doesn't give us a basis of saying, well, it must be bad. And why doesn't it? Because beyond human nature, fallen human nature, is grace. The power of God's grace, God's love in a human life. And so we are not just the sum total of our weaknesses and failures, John Paul II said in Toronto. We are not just the sum total of our weaknesses and failures, but we're the sum total of the Father's love for us and our real capacity to become images of his Son. Come, Holy Spirit. 
Fill us with confidence that we can, by your grace, become images, reflections, followers of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.